You know what it is, black and snurdy, black and snurdy, black and snurdy, black and snurdy. You know who it is, black and snurdy, black and snurdy, black and snurdy, black and snurdy. Odie Mari, Sodi Mari, Mari, Sodi Mari, Sodi. Black and snurdy, black and snurdy, black and snurdy, black and snurdy. Hey oh, yes mo. Are you ready? Let's go. Black and snurdy, black and snurdy, black and snurdy, black and snurdy. It's the Black and Snurdy Podcast with Odie and Maurice. Woo! And we're back. We're doing it again. (laughs) I personally like my air horn better than that air horn. Well, how about this? How about you do it clean? Let me record the air horn and then you're going to put it in? Yes. Am I the kind? Yes, I am the kind of person (laughs) who will let you do your air horn sound and then put it on the show. So here we go. You got you got the floor. The floor is yours for the air horn. And now what I'm secretly going to do <laughs> is isolate that and put it on top of this. So that at the same time it's going, you get like a backing air horn. It's, okay, you know what I'm here for. It. It's a double air horn. Thank you. I appreciate it. Okay. So who are we? Oh, right. <laughs> Well, hi everyone, I'm your host, Odie. And I'm your other host, Maurice. And this is the Black and Sturdy Podcast. (laughs) (laughs) I thought you were going to do like the uh, old medieval. That's actually a really good idea. Um, I'm going to, man, now I feel salty that I didn't think of it first. It's, it's you fine always out. have to have a King Arthur moment in your backpack. Oh, for sure. For sure. And we're going to do that now. Um, I'm just keeping a running tally of all of the things that I... Uh, <laughs> I have 101 freaking <laughs> drops. And I keep finding on each episode... Let that be a drinking game, too. How many more drops Maurice needs to continue to add to his collection? Anytime he says, I want to make this a drop. <laughs> if he references making it a drop, you need to drink. Yes. As a, and, and honestly, if the next episode I haven't made it a drop, I'm the one who needs to drink. So email us at a Black and Sturdy you just Podcast. Want to drink. Yeah, so. <laughs> How have you been? It's been. Oh, fuck. <laughs> How have you been? It's been a minute. <laughs> it's fine. Um, I've been good. I've been missing the podcast. And we, ha- we haven't. Um, what was it? It's been like a week or two weeks we didn't record? Actually, it's been a little longer than that because the last time we recorded was uh, your birthday. Was it before or after it was, I went to Texas? Well, it was before you went to Texas. We're not really counting that, that other one because that one was just like a little, a little blip. Yeah, that was a blip and didn't do anything. But uh, but yeah, like that was the last time I think. So, how have you been since your birthday? How was your trip? All Man. of the questions. Okay, so first, Houston was re- okay. I'm gonna give Houston a a seven out of ten. I thought the food was really good. Mm-hmm. I thought that. The um the things I visited were really fun. Galveston to me was like top notch. Mm-hmm. Well, that was my bit favorite part. Even though I wasn't like doing much there, I was in Galveston during Juneteenth, Ooh. and I really was like excited for that because nice. I just felt like I was really like with the ancestors. And I went to the beach and I got to be like, thank you, ancestors, uh, for all that you did. And if you don't re- know, Juneteenth was the Galveston, Texas, was when Juneteenth happened. Or, or with the celebration because of the fact that that's when the slave, the last enslaved people found out that about the Emancipation Proclamation. And so in that area, like they're, they always have like a parade or um, just a lot of different events. Mm-hmm. And um, that has now like Juneteenth has now been made into a national holiday. Yes, it has. 
That it's, is worthy of celebration. It is. It is super worthy of celebration. The only thing is, like, we have Juneteenth, but one, I don't think white people should be able to celebrate it. Mm. That's number one. Mm. Number two, what about uh, the Civil Rights Bill, the anti-lynching bill? What about uh, the Voting Rights Act, because they're trying to dismantle it? What about this freaking filibuster that's causing the infrastructure? Like, you, the things that are going to help black people that you are refusing to sign into law? I want those things. Don't just give me a holiday because you gave us Martin Luther King, but aren't people still getting shot on the street? We're yeah. still having Flint still doesn't have uh, clean water. Uh, Mary Cop, I think it's Company. I can't remember. How, little, little Little Miss Flint mm. just turned 15 or 16 last week or so. Mm. Still having to raise money. She's been trying to raise money for Flint since she was like five. Mm. And we're mm -mm. still here. So. Glad we have Juneteenth, but I'm not happy that they're just giving us these symbols versus actual action mm. and reparations. Mm -hmm. Number one, mm -hmm. and student loan debt. Mm. Number two, all these things. What's, and what do you think the source of all of this is? Whites. <laughs> <laughs> you just <laughs> drink. <laughs> no, 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 no. But I no, mean, I, I'm right there with you. I actually do. In a matter of fact, it was just the one thing that you said that reminded me of a gripe that's later coming because I, I had a whole nother thing that I wanted to go off on. But you just remembered, reminded me some bullshit that also uh, went down. But mm -hmm. but I am happy to hear that um, it was the, fun. your uh, stay in Galveston was like uh, impactful. It sounds like you came back with like in invigorated passion. Why is that funny? Because you just, you were so passionate when you said it. Yeah. <laughs> Shouldn't you say passion with passion? Yes. It would probably be oxymoronic if you did not. Yeah. Um, but speaking of Texas, mm -hmm. I want us to slide down, down the road and go buy some what? This must be. <laughs> <laughs> what? Wait, no. Play that again. This must be dive in. That's you. <laughs> what am I saying? Dive in? Yes. Is that what I was singing Trey songs? I I think so. I don't I'm know. To dive in. Yeah, because right. I always say like let's let's dive into some, or let's slide into something. But anyhow, yes. uh, so why don't you uh, why don't you hit me with the pop? What's going so, on? So first thing, um, so I told you I went to Texas. Yes, you did. And I told you that I really enjoyed the food that I had in Texas. Yes. Right. One of the places that I went to was Turkey Lake Hut. Now, if you have not heard or seen or don't know anything about Turkey Lake Hut, it's a black-owned business. I think they were. I think they were started in Houston, but they probably have more around mm -hmm. the, the state. Like they were small, and then they franchised out. I think so. I think so. But I, I know definitely Houston is something that like, people talk about that all the time. Okay, like it's yeah, it's like a regional sort of thing. Yeah, and okay. so I got just to picture it was a very Texas meal. It was this huge turkey leg, smoked and smothered, mm -hmm. uh, well, stuffed with red beans and rice, mm. and smothered in a um, Cajun shrimp alfredo sauce mm. over this huge turkey leg that was like the size of my arm now for the listeners anytime odie goes on vacation all of these foods that she describes and talks about i get a picture of them and i gotta tell you it always just seems to happen to be around the time that i'm on a diet <laughs> and, and or i'm just eating something really sad and pathetic like a, just a bowl of broccoli <laughs> And meanwhile, I just see, like, a notification. I'm like, yep, it's this big, gigantic, like, 
Flintstone style <laughs> leg. It was. Um, but on Twitter today, I saw something inter- interesting. Mm. Um, Turkey Leg Hut put out a new dress code, mm. and it says all body parts must be completely covered. All cleavage, breast, thighs, and buttocks. First of all, who uses buttocks? First but off, this is Houston? Exactly. Where it's literally the fucking temperature of the surface of the sun. Yeah. Like, all day, all night, it's hot. Yeah. Um, they must be completely covered. The only thing naked here is turkey legs and chicken wings. Oh, fuck you. No. No swimwear, no exposed undergarments, no house attire, including... No wave caps, bonnets, do rags, oh, no. bandanas, house shoes, or shower caps allowed. You want to feel at home, but this is not your home. Number five, which is probably um, is my favorite one. No excessively revealing clothing, which kind of is the same thing as number one. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you could understand what that means. And then no obscene language or baggy clothing. Now, I'm going to tell you what it was like mm-hmm. at the, the Turkey Hut. Mm-hmm. They had an indoor area. You could sit down. But I, don't, I mean, I think because of the panorama, it wasn't like super full in there. Mm-hmm. And then they have a big outdoor area. Whether it's been like that this whole time or they just created it, who knows. Mm-hmm. But... It, they have a a bar in the middle where they're like, so, and maybe this was, an, I don't know, I went there on like a Wednesday night and it was popping. Mm-hmm. They had a bar outside. They had hookah. Like, it was like a super black, like fun joint. First where, you and know, foremost, all you had to say was they had hookah. So it's a black ass establishment. It's a black ass establishment. And it's and, in Houston. And earlier they had had a crab boil person coming. Like, what? it was a whole event. Like, it was a whole moment. It was really fun. I was there. I was excited. I was like enjoying myself. They sell all the drink, like what was the drink I had? It was called the side piece, I think. Yeah. First of all, you're selling drinks. First off, you have called drinks the called the side piece. piece. Yeah. But I can't wear a, a house. Li- I mean, now I'm gonna say this. My mother taught us mm-hmm. when you're gonna go out to eat. Like I have different clothes that I'm gonna wear to a restaurant versus when I'm going to like the park. Yeah, right? church clothes. Well, yeah, kind of. But well, they, I mean, like, or my, sorry, not church clothes, Sunday clothes. Like, well, your I very mean, nice Sunday clothes. I always had my play clothes, which are things that I would be running around outside in. Mm-hmm. And then I had my nice clothes. And the, But even your nice clothes have tears because what I'm going to wear to Applebee's and what I'm going to wear to, like, Fogo de Chao, mm. two different things. Oh, tears. T-I-E-R-S. Yes, I thought tears as in, like, a I was wondering, like, are you, is everything, was everything okay? <laughs> Like, is it blood in, blood out with these clothes? No, no, there was none of that. Um, okay. <laughs> but, you know, so uh, I personally am not going to wear, uh, if I'm going to, if I was going to, like, get food and I had, like, a bonnet or something on, I probably would just order it for takeout, pick it up and go. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is the same thing as, like, when people are talking about Monique. I personally i am not going to go out to a restaurant wearing my quote unquote play clothes. Mm-hmm. Now, am I go if you if I go to pick you up and you're wearing you're not dressed to go out to eat, I'm gonna be like, okay, well let's switch and wait for you to get dressed. Okay. But if you're not in my party, I don't care what you're wearing mm-hmm. to go out to eat. If I'm enjoying my meal, I if I look over and you are wearing a freaking muumu, ma'am, who cares? That's what you wanted to wear. Fine. Okay. Uh, so I'm really confused as to why. You know, this is even a thing like I, I, and they're not even like a five-star hmm. restaurant to me they're like a, a, a applebee's 
Mm. To be honest, it's like it wasn't something where I'm like, oh, this is fancy. I want to go here for my birthday for like a, a birthday dinner when I want to be dressed up. I would go there for just I'm eating a fucking steam or smothered turkey leg. It, like it, it based on everything that you described, it kind of it screams Dallas BBQ's vibes. Yes. And, and <laughs> let me tell you, and just let me tell you this. When we were sitting outside, we were sitting like they were high tables, right? Uh-huh. My cousin and I had to switch seats. When we saw other another party get up, mm-hmm. because they gave us these like random crickety stools that you couldn't like really sit in, mm-hmm. and we had to mm-hmm. switch them to these other sit. T- like every, you don't even have unified. First of all, if you don't have unified uh, seating, shut up. Wait, time okay? out. I'm gonna ask one question, and this will solve everything. When they give you food, or when you take your food, um, and you are finished. Do you put your trays on top of a trash can? <laughs> Slash, do no. they have trays where no, they, they put it? No, they take them. They okay. take them. Oh, so they, but they are there are trays. It is, comes on a big. Literally, the turkey comes on a big, huge tray. You okay. can't fit it on anything else. Exactly. Okay. All right. Exactly. Like, like uh, all of my food came on a tray. The fact that this is now a a sort of thing, as opposed to clearly, this wasn't happening when you went in. Uh, no. In t- I, I mean, for your birthday. I definitely saw people with some booties out and excessive clothing. Yeah, just the just the, the right. I'm not about to get then to booty meat, but. <laughs> But what I will say is that this screams one too many Karens complaining to management. I think it screams, no, well, these are black Karens, because we all know about the oh, respectability my politics. Oh, yes. Um, we don't talk is, about that enough. Black Karens are the hoteps of, of women. The photos. Of black women. The Oof. Even saying that hurts my heart because oh. well we'll get into that later but uh, but yeah. I mean it's annoying. Yeah it is it's very annoying. Um, but speaking of annoying mm-hmm. things that are now done. Yeah. Uh, Megan, my father is John McCain. McCain. <laughs> you wanna? No, no, you're right. That's her middle name. Megan, my my father was John McCain. McCain. Yo, he was a sick fuck in many ways, but he was definitely sick for that middle name. Like, Continue. She is leaving the view. Um. And yes, please. No, leave it. Yes. <laughs> Um, <laughs> and so she has said that, you know, it wasn't an easy decision. She's eternally grateful to have had this opportunity here. So seriously, thank you from the absolute bottom of my heart. Um, and so one thing that I found that was really funny is apparently the co-host said that her dad, before he passed, when they found, I guess they were, he was meeting them all when she was coming on the show. Mm. He told, uh, Sonny Hostin. He told me to take it easy on Megan, that I would learn to love her and understand her, and that she would be a pain in the ass, and he was right about all those things. And then everybody on the, all the co-hosts were like, yeah, he definitely did say that. Mm-hmm. And Megan was there, so it wasn't like it was behind her back. Right, and right. Like, this wasn't, like, shady, but at, but at the same time, it was like, well, one of those things, one of those statements wasn't true. You know, like, the statement about, like, she's fond. a pain in the, yeah. <laughs> She's a pain in the ass, but you'll grow fonder of her. Well, definitely one of those things is not like the other. One yeah. of those things happened. <laughs> because it's just like, ma'am, you need to really calm down because you're every time. Like when she told um, 
when uh, Whoopi Goldberg had tell her, like, girl, you need to calm down and be quiet. Because mm-hmm. she kept talking over Sunny one time. And she was like, fine. Well, I just won't talk the rest of the episode. And we were like, good. Good. Hooray. That's great. Sit there and get paid to be conservative. Well, uh, this is a sideways shout out uh, to the inevitable Fox News panelist job that she will un- uh, no doubtably Ugh. end up having. Uh, and when that eventually comes... So won't even really be interested in ever seeing her face, but good, <laughs> but, but good on the view. Good on yeah. the view. I want. Do you think they're uh, gonna replace her, or do you think they're just gonna keep it as get, is? Like Candace Owens or something. Oh no! They're gonna force her on the show so she can be controversial. Oh my god! Well, I mean, controversy sells, and oh boy, Ugh, disgusting. If they put her on there, I'm just. I would definitely. I can't watch her. Her hair always looks bad. It does. Okay. I. You know what? My mom always told me never talk about a black woman's hair well, in, in front of her in, in a in a room full of black women. So like, I don't care. Yeah, she looks terrible. All the time. <laughs> she said she has a bad perm. Her hair looks really dry. Mm-hmm. Use some conditioner, yeah. please. It stop using pan- She it's flaky. like she uses the white girl Pantene. You need to buy. You need to buy the black one, ma'am. Maybe she's born with it. Maybe it's just flakes. Okay, <laughs> moving on. See, and this is why I'm not allowed to talk about it. <laughs> Shout out to my mom. You were right. So um, where we are now? So now this, we have one more thing before we have to get into the main thing that I'm going to talk about. Okay. But this is just to give us some joy. Mm. All right. So now you know who Tabitha Brown is. Yes. The lovely vegan Southern um, influencer who says, like this and like that and yes. all that. You know, we love her. I'm familiar with her. Tab stands. Mm-hmm. Now, wait, I would like to do an air horn, but should I wait for it? You can do an air horn. Shout out to you. So, uh, do you also know Wendy Williams? I am familiar with <laughs> with Miss Williams' work in Uber. <laughs> How you doing? <laughs> yes. So, now you know on her show, from mm-hmm. her radio show to now her TV show, mm-hmm. she always loves to comment on people's lives. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the times when she's commenting, she really is not that nice. So, apparently... um. I believe like a week last week or early early this week, mm-hmm. Wendy Williams uh, put a clip of Tab- that Tabitha a video of clip of Tabitha and her husband where uh, or no I think it might have just been it might have just been Tab I don't remember but either way Tabitha was talking about how uh, because of how successful the family has been mm-hmm. over like the last kind of year where they've just skyrocketed to fame. She's been able to retire her husband, who was in the LAPD for the last 15 years. And so everyone was like, that's so sweet, blah, blah, blah. Rundy goes on the show and is like, oh, girl, you know, you don't want to do that. Look at me. I did that. And you know what happens? You know, he's not going to feel manly and... Or, no, what did she say? She was like, you know, it's going to get rocky because you guys are going to do a business together or he's going to get swindled and then you guys are going to be fighting. And basically she was like, oh, you shouldn't do it because... So she just copied and pasted her resume and uh, assumed that... Yeah, she was projecting. She was projecting. And so I want to play for you a clip mm-hmm. of um, of what Tab said mm-hmm. in response Okay. Um, and I think that you all are really going to enjoy it. Okay, hit me with um, that clip. And because it just brought me so much joy. 
Very good, honey. I was up doing a little work here. That's why I got my pajamas on in my office. And then my phone started going off. That is um, the first of all, Wendy Williams, honey, God bless you. But listen, let me tell you this. Um, 23 years I've been with my husband. Yes, together, right? And I know you may not know what that looks like in a genuine uh, place. Oh. However, God has blessed me. That is the power of God. It's also the power of allowing God to be first in your marriage. Oh. First. Okay, I pray that love finds you, true love. I'm saying that God bless you. You are not well. We need true support. I pray that somebody loves you enough to sacrifice their life for you. Oh my goodness, why would we dishonor God? Oh honey, I'm excited about that. Oh, I pray that somebody finds you. With that being said, let us all pray for people like Miss Wendy. Now, I want y'all to go on about your business. Oh my yeah. God! And um, this oh, man, uh, Matthias J, speaks. Uh, he took the he took her audio and put the ether beat because this is the best read that I have seen and heard for some time. Because especially because she still has that sweet, mm-hmm. calm demeanor. And you know when I when I'm angry, I try to also. Um, Speak calmly yes. and clearly because I want you to hear all of the things that I have to say, and I don't want you to be confused, and I don't want you to I don't want you to not hear me because I might be yelling. Uh-huh. So I need you to 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 get your life from my words. So right. I really understood why she said, "You know what? I'm going to snatch that big bulky wig off your head, <laughs> but just with with also love." It's like I'm going to hug you while I'm doing it. The fact that she so effortlessly, like, just said that, like, you're not well and you need the Lord. And thank God. Like, just to just to be able to effectively equal parts throw shade, equal parts, like, kind of saying, hey, we're still rooting for you in equal parts. This is what a healthy person looks like. Mm-hmm. All praise Jesus. Oh, my God. This is what. Yo. She gets queen status. Can she we does. can we do a new thing where we just give out queen awards, queenies? Yeah, yes. queenies. She, you know what? She's queenie of the week. Um, and I think that it was interesting because in the in the longer I don't need a drop for that. <laughs> take a shot. Um, in the longer video, she just talks about how you know for a long she and her husband they've been married this whole time they've been broke together that she's been a stay at home mom he allowed her to do that. When she he decided to get this job so that she could pursue her dreams of mm-hmm. being an actress and everything like that, mm-hmm. and has taken care of the family, and they had agreed, you know, when things get good, that he would be able to leave. And excuse me, um, I also was reading that I believe he has a coaching position. Ooh, okay. um, that he actually was going to be doing anyway. So it's not like it was like okay, he's retiring from this LAPG. Beat, oh, wow, words. Water. He is <laughs> retiring from the LAPD. Mm-hmm. However, it's like, that's dope that he doesn't have to be a freaking pig anymore. Thank goodness. Like, and he doesn't have to be, even. He doesn't even have to, like, be in it long enough to get his own pension or something like that. Because isn't it like 20, 30 years or something like that. But at least it's like, even if the police officers were not terrible, Mm -hmm. um, the fact that he can, like, just, she knows he's going to be as safe as possible. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and hopefully, you know, being ex-police is going to give him possibly some kind of protection on the streets. Mm-hmm. Who knows? But it's like now she doesn't have to worry about where her husband is at work and all that because it's a dangerous job. Yeah, she doesn't have to worry about his safety or anything exactly. like that, you know. Um, so it's like, why wouldn't I 
um, put Be my husband. Yeah, like to put my husband. You're you're in a partnership. Like that means. If I if I make it, you make it, and then we can be like dope together, and maybe you could do something you've always wanted to do. And if it so happens that he does something and he you know stumbles, if you're insecure enough, if you're too insecure as a, a husband that your wife making more than you it is um, intimidating and makes you want to be angry towards her or whatever, like you shouldn't be married. Yeah. Because what about all those people who your husband's a teacher and the wife is a doctor? Mm-hmm. Clearly that's a different financial break, but if you're going to allow other people to dictate how you are in your relationship and try to shame you, like that is a personal problem that he would need to go to therapy for. Mm-hmm. Well, um, not her. Like why should she not want to make sure that her husband it's good, but yeah. I mean, honestly, Wendy, uh, the fact that Wendy is out here projecting oh, that hard. kind of energy just tells me, and she's doing it on on her own television show because that's not really good. That's not a sign, a good sign. Yeah. And you know what that means? That is a sign that she does not have any close friends. Like just to be like, she doesn't. You know, just a, just a, this is definitely a group chat sort of thing of just like, ah, did you see this motherfucker? Like she out here retired, and then and then the group chat could probably go like. Girl, don't even worry about her. You know mm-hmm. why? I really hope that those two responses were not problematic. But also, like, <laughs> if you think about it, she has a whole television show. That means they're pitching what news they're going to talk about. Mm-hmm. Your producers didn't tell you leave this woman alone. <laughs> and did you see? Uh, it was a, it was probably like last week or so. <clears throat> Wendy had um, DeBrat on her show. Mm-hmm. Like, I a didn't virtual see it. one. I didn't see. It, I just saw the clip, and it was like. Wendy was talking about something, mm-hmm. and she was saying the, to DeBrat, like, you know, DeBrat's always been good at picking people up mm-hmm. and something like that. And she was like, oh, would you pick me up? And DeBrat was like, well, I'm married. And, and she was like, <laughs> she was like, well, you know, if, you, if she wasn't in the picture, um, would you have, you know, and she was like, I don't find you attractive. Like, you're a yeah. beautiful woman, but I don't find you attractive in that way. Yeah. And Whitney, we kept, or Whitney, Wendy kept pressing her, and it's like, now. She, she's, you know what, I feel like she's broadcasting like jilted divorcee and really trying to like that that kind of energy and it just does not look good in any way shape or form like how disrespectful is it if if you had a doesn't matter the person's gender on your show Mm -hmm. if somebody's married that you know that they're married they're engaged you asking them oh are you attracted to me is 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 that's a line. That's a line yeah. that that you that you should not be and crossing. And you're kind of putting that person at an odd point because now if they say something, if they say something affirming to it, then they could be then the tabloids going to take it. And then if they say, and then their their partner could be upset. Mm-hmm. And then if they don't say anything, then they they feel bad because now people are going to be like putting that into something else. It's like, just, Wendy, calm down. Well, Wendy's out here being messy as usual, but this type of messiness is uh, not a good... Like, this is like personal messiness coming out uh, yeah. uh, in, in full form yeah. on top of the professional messiness. Don't don't let it fuck up your money, man. Go go and take your subs you and wanna... drink some water and just relax. <laughs> with Because she is thirsty as oh. fuck. She's hella thirsty. And her... And, <laughs> When you want, look, go, go look at Wendy Williams' Instagram, and uh, I promise you, you're gonna. It looks very, it looks very auntie-ish, mm-hmm. but in an interesting way. And I just would like you to do that. And the thing is, I've been listening to Wendy Williams since I was a child, mm-hmm. and I just, 
to me, like you're a really great journalist and I wish you used your powers for good because it, it's, it's like you make your money off of just kind of being mean and rude to people. And sometimes in their, at their worst spots. And I just feel like you don't need to do that because you're really talented and you don't need to be like a shock jock anymore. Yeah. You, you've made it like you've even though like, will people still watch you if you're not mean? Yes, they will. Like, like, and if they don't, who cares? But at least you won't be getting all this negativity thrown at you all the time. Well, you know, hopefully one day she won't be as messy. Um, so what else do we have? All right. So this is the big thing I want to talk to you to. Mm. I want to talk to you about. Okay. I drank all my water and now I'm just, I have a Zobo and wine. That's, that's what I got. Okay. Well, don't worry. We'll, uh, once we get to break, we'll make sure you get some more water. (laughs) Um, (laughs) so basically, uh, you know that the Olympics are coming up, right? Yes, they are. So. And you know that we have like, it's been like black girl magic at the Olympics. You could do it. <laughs> We've been out here dominating. I know dominating. We, we constantly talk about, um, I don't want to get, uh, I forget the gymnast name. Simone Biles? Yes. We keep, con- we constantly talk about her on this very fucking show because she's up here breaking records and just like doing, Being amazing, outpacing everybody. Yeah. But continue. Um, but now this is, there's been some, some really, Shady shit happening, and I'm gonna go from like the the least to the greatest. Mm-hmm. Okay, number one, uh, you know what you have swim caps, right? Mm-hmm. And like the I don't know if you ever tried to use a swim cap when you were younger. I did, but they're really difficult to put over your head, especially if you have hair, if you have braids or whatever. Yeah. So there's a black owned swim company mm-hmm. called Soul Cap. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know, it's specifically designed for our hair. Yes. The Olympics has barred them from people from wearing that. And they said that um, the athletes, the FINA, which is um, basically the Federal Federation for International Competitions, mm-hmm. um, they said um, that athletes competing at the international events never used, neither required to use caps of such size and configuration. And my thing is, so you're telling me all, yes, all of the white, excuse me, all of the white swimmers Mm -hmm. never needed a cap specifically for people who are black with black hair. Mm -hmm. Wow, that is so shocking. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you can find swim caps that are big, big enough, but they're not always comfortable and they don't always protect your hair because I, when I've used swim caps, I feel like they did literally nothing. Mm. And white people hair is different than our hair. Yeah, when it, white people hair just doesn't. has it, comes into it, it can be really, really destructive to our hair. Yes. So if they're going to, like, whatever, however this cap is created, it's created to protect your hair as best as possible in the water. Um, as a high-ranking athlete, they already uh, sacrifice so much. It's why should we have to sacrifice our hair, too, in addition to, like, you know, hours of, like, pushing their bodies to, like, that level of, like, you know, specification and, and talent, you know? Exactly. It doesn't make any sense. It's, well, it makes sense in that it's racist. Fuck. I mean, white supremacy wins again, people. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, I say it so often because it's just sprinkled into everything. It's everywhere. Um, And then another situation with the Olympics mm. is, so uh, Christine Mombo- 
Momboma mm-hmm. from Nambia. Mm-hmm. She's 18 years old, and she ran 48.54 in the 400 meters in Poland. Fantastic. Which is like a no. great... No, it's great. It's like a no one has... Her age has gotten that speed, like so, in years. So shout out to you. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing, right? Mm-hmm. So she has now listed as withdrawn from the Olympics mm-hmm. uh, with Patrice Mas... Masalingi, who I believe might also be from Nambia or from East Africa, from mm-hmm. just the, with her name, mm-hmm. um, as well as Castor Semenya, mm-hmm. Francine Nion Saba, mm-hmm. and Margaret Wambui. Mm-hmm. Uh, all of them, I believe, are East African. Um, all of them are being disqualified or, or withdrawn, and the reason is is because they have all refused to take pills that will lower their testosterone. They want them to take birth control pills because these they're they are biological women. They are not trans, and they are just born with higher testosterone levels. So, and they're f- trying to force them to take pills to like quote unquote make it even. When it's like, how is it not even? There's there's they're people. They're just people, and they're born. You're telling me a woman, woman, I can't compete in a woman's competition because I have too much. Testosterone. If I was a man competing in the men's division, I had too much much estrogen. Would I be kicked out? Like, it, it's it's not fair. And I, if, like, I don't. It's just it's ridiculous. And it also speaks to the transphobia mm-hmm. in sports that like people don't want to talk about. And you know, people have said, of course, when when trans women want to compete as women, that it's always like a big uproar. Mm-hmm. And I'm like. You're saying that okay, people with testosterone have are are going to be like stronger or faster, et cetera. But if you are a trans woman and you are taking estrogen, you are still reducing your redu your your body is transitioning. Mm-hmm. So you are no longer at like your peak testosterone level because you are t- purposely taking the estrogen to reduce it. Mm-hmm. So it's like you have that, and now you have this. This, uh, what is the word? Uh, masculini- masculinization. Masculini- masculinization. Yes. Of black women mm-hmm. just for the sake of the fact that they are really good and strong at doing what they're doing. Yeah. And it's just that, just. They, they, continue, they continue to find ways to pinpoint exactly why we're so fucking great and why we have the magic that we have and then try to find ways to like lower us down and even to uh i don't want to say peers to the the average peons of 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 whatever that level is and it's it's sickening to me and it's not new i mean it's not new at all interesting fact i cannot i'm blanking on the name of the country right now but i believe it was in east africa Mm. where literally the men and women would grow to be like seven eight Seven to eight feet, right? Mm-hmm. Tallest people in the world. Okay. Colonizers come in. They see them. They're scared of them because mm-hmm. they're like, oh, they're going to be too powerful. And they basically, it was genocide. And they purposely like, you know, would bring in other Africans to breed with them mm-hmm. so that they could become shorter or raping them themselves and putting introducing their bloodline mm-hmm. so that they could com- become shorter. And now those tribes are still like, out of those African tribes, you know, when you see, like, the Maasai, who are, like, really tall, of mm-hmm. course, they're still existing, but not nearly as, like... Plentiful. Plentiful or as pure of a genetic code as they were previously. Why? 
because white people were afraid. Mm-hmm. And it just, it constantly is happening and it just pisses me off. Um, and now uh, this other th- situation that happened, Olympic champion, Brianna McNeil, she's no longer going to be going to the Tokyo Olympics. Mm-hmm. Um, she won a gold medal in 100 meter hurdles in Rio in 2016. Mm-hmm. And this year she was p- trying to, you know, do the same uh, for that. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but the dope, Whatever, you know, the the dope people, the U.S. Olympic Dope Association or whatever. Yeah. They said she is not allowed to race because she missed a uh, testing uh, for doping control. Mm-hmm. And the reason why she missed it was because she was at home uh, recovering from having an abortion. And when they came to her house, she was obviously like probably sleeping or probably not moving because she didn't she didn't hear them. And they're saying that her documents had misinformation or or weren't proper or whatever. And so they are giving her a five year ban. So that means not only is she going to miss this not only is she going to miss this one, mm-hmm. but she's going to miss the one in 2014, 2024 in Paris. Wait, I'm sorry. I You've lost me. They came by. They they saw that because she missed it. Be, okay. They came by her house. They came by her house. They knocked. They knocked. She didn't answer. She didn't answer. She was what, they bust in there like they're no, fucking they LAPD? Come, they didn't come in the house. They oh. didn't, she didn't hear them. Okay. So they, she missed the appointment. And oh, they're saying because she you. missed the appointment, she no longer can... Pr- can um, perform. And I mean, like... They they, can't reschedule that shit? Well, they're saying it was inconsistencies. And she was... She had gotten fined, I believe it said, um, in 2016, they banned her for a year because she missed three random drug tests. Um, But it's like, what... Whatever happened in 2016 is not now. She has documentation for an abortion. What else would you like her to do? Show her her your her uterus, like to confirm. It's like, why are you penalizing her after having gone through what I'm sure is a painful and traumatic experience? Yeah. And now she can't even compete. And when the next time she can compete, mm-hmm. she's going to be significantly older. And she's not going to be old. She's still going to be young, a young woman. Mm-hmm. But compared to like, like Shakari Richardson's 21. Mm-hmm. So. If you were in five whatever years, well, if she would be wanting to do Paris, well, she wouldn't even be able to do that. She would have to wait to 2029. Right. And she'd be significantly older. And it's like you're going to be competing against people who are like fresh out the gate. And that, that's just not fair. Yeah, it's unfair. Um, And now the last situation is another doping situation. And one that honestly makes me really sad. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Because it's Shakari Richardson, who I just mentioned. And, you know, like, she's, like, the fastest woman right now. Yeah. Um, she's a 21-year-old LSU student. Um, just, you know, beautiful young black girl. Mm-hmm. Always wearing colorful wigs mm-hmm. and has her nails done. Her glam squad is just always on point. Have I already done an air horn for her during this show? No, you have not. Shout out to you. But... The same association has disqualified her for 30 days for, or suspended her for 30 days because they found weed in her system. And so, yes, exactly. She's so, the fastest in the world. Like weed has nothing to do with that. The only thing weed has ever made me fast at is like eating Doritos. Like that's exactly. it. It's not a performance enhancing drug. No. It would actually slow you down for real, for real. <laughs> um, but on the Today Show, 
And I have a clip of it that I'm going to play. So mm-hmm. on the Today Show, she said that she was using the drug to deal with the pressure of competing on the biggest stage. Mm-hmm. Um, plus, she had re- before the um, event on June 20th when she won, mm-hmm. she found out that her mother passed, her biological mother passed, by a reporter. So it wasn't like she, she found out by a reporter. She was dealing with both the stress of being uh, uh, trying to get to the Olympics. Mm. Now you find out your mother passed. She was in a, country, a state that it was legal, and she had some puffs. And um, they are trying to villainize her. And I just want to play this clip from Good Morning America. Okay. Um, where she, like, apologizes and just um, talks to everyone. Okay, so she's on today's show, and um, she just was talking about um, what happened, and mm-hmm. she was apologizing. So that's what we're about to listen to. Mm-hmm. To my fans and my family, to my sponsorship, um, to the haters, too. I, I apologize as much as I'm disappointed. I know that when I submit a track, I don't represent myself. I represent a community that has shown me great support, great love, and to y'all, I, I failed y'all. And so I apologize for the fact that I didn't know how to control my emotions or deal with my emotions during that time. Um, and to the, and what I would just leave with my fans or I would just leave out there is that, like I tweeted and said yesterday, I'm human, we're human. Um, my statement, what I always say in my interviews, um, I want to be as transparent as possible with you guys. Whether it's good, whether it's bad, but when it comes to Shakira Richardson, it's never been a steroid. It will never be a steroid attached to the name Shakira Richardson. The charge and what the the situation was was marijuana. I'm not encouraging anybody to do it. I'm not saying oh don't do it or anything like that. But if you choose to do things um, in your personal time or things like that, you just should know. All right, beware of the consequences. Or just know. I just find different ways to just cope or do what it is that you that will make you feel better. But sitting here, I I just say don't judge me because I am human. I'm I'm you. I just happen to run a little faster. Um, okay. I understand there's going to be people that still have something to say that don't necessarily understand. And I wouldn't even call them haters if that's uh, if they want to choose to show their character of of a person, even after me saying what I, it I, I've said um, and putting myself out there, then that's just on you, your character, and you have to live with that. But I greatly appreciate being able to tell my side of the story. And like I said to my fans, my family, um, my sponsorship, and the haters, I greatly apologize if I let you guys down, and I did. And I just want to let y'all know this will be the last time to Olympics don't cheat Shakira Richardson. And this will be the last time the U.S. Um, doesn't come home with a gold medal in a hundred. Mm-hmm. So that was just that, that broke my heart because yeah, you could you tell can, like she's so destroyed, and you could see in her face like you know she was trying not to cry. Um, you know, it was just it was like she's twenty one years old. She was has all these things on on her shoulders, mm-hmm. um, and someone tweeted out something that I felt was. Really, it made a lot of sense. Like, you're going to fault her for drinking, or sorry, for smoking, but, like, at, in the Olympic Village, you're giving out alcohol. So it's obviously that They're you don't care about... They're giving out alcohol about, and allowing people to just, like, 
have sex like all over the all, all over, over the place. place. And did you know that in the NBA, sometimes that they put like shots in the players' knees to like make sure that the, so that they can like play because the of the cartilage, like yeah. so that their cartilage doesn't harden. Exactly. Yeah. And it's like so we can use drugs sometimes, but not other times. And especially like if you're not using a performance enhancing drug, why does it matter what? Is in your system. It's not enhancing you. Mm-hmm. It would actually make you slower. Yeah. If you're smoking weed, like, and you're, are you mad that she was able to run that fast while also having cannabis in her system? Now, now, granted, I don't pay too many fucks to the Olympics other than seeing, you know, the awesome black magic uh, of various players from various countries. Mm-hmm. But uh, I also don't ever hear any of these sort of scandals with uh, white people or white athletes. Like where, where are all the scandals with that? At least the, I think the closest one that I do kind of remember is Michael Phelps. But I feel like the only reason why I remember that is because his ass was in Maryland and where I'm from Maryland. And, and, and he was like, Oh man, like we all love Michael Phelps or whatever like that. And it was just weed. Like, yeah, I smoke weed and now I, I own like- Part of acorns or some bullshit. Saw a like that. picture I don't of know. him smoking a bong, like, but it was after the Olympics. It was after was, the Olympics. I think he was. He definitely was fined or he um, lost some endorsements. But that was way before le- weed was even legal. But right now, right now, plenty it's legal. of countries have it legal. Plenty of states in the United States have it legal. So it's like if you can't give her grace in the situation, because although she could still go to the Olympics because she can. She can't perform in her 100 meters, but she can do the relay. But she's going to the Olympics without her mother. Like, come on. Where's the humanity? So her biological mother didn't raise her. Her grandmother did. So it's not, it wasn't, I don't think, I I think like her sadness, of course, is the fact that like, her biological mother passed, whether yes. or not she was really a part of her life. But it's like you're at a reporter tells you, hey, uh, how do you feel that your mother passed? And you're like, what? It's a traumatic experience nonetheless. Like, it's just like, what are you talking about? Mm-hmm. And then now you have to do that. Plus, go outside and perform like I can't imagine. She's just a baby. Like, yeah, doing all of that, having to deal with that trauma. Plus, again, the already, as, I, as we've said it before, the already added uh, stress of black excellence and having yeah. to, like, deal with that pressure, too. It's it's insane. Like, come on. Like, have some fucking heart. Have some leeway. Jesus fucking Christ. Well, I mean, they've <sighs> been doing this to black Olympians and yeah. just non-white Olympians. Um, forever. Forever. I, was, I saw someone tweeted about uh, this indigenous... Uh, athlete Jim Thorpe, mm-hmm. who they stripped of him of his titles because he was like playing semi pro semi pro baseball, like of some on some obscure rule, and it's like they will always find ways to, for white supremacy to win. Like they just don't care. They're gonna try to. You're doing well. All right, get out. And what really bothered me with the Shikari situation mm-hmm. is so many. Um, even though she has a lot of great fans, like there's a whole hashtag "Let Her Run," yeah, um, that's been going around social media. But like a lot of black people who are like, "Oh, she should have known better," or you know, she should have figured out some other way to deal with your feelings. How, first of all, how many of you smoke that all the time? Mm-hmm. How many of you do not know how to deal with your feelings mm-hmm. and are constantly like getting into fights, drinking your problems away, mm-hmm. sexing your problems away? Mm-hmm. Like you're you're not being like super. Um, what is the word like quote unquote responsible and you're o- you're even older than her but like this again respectability politics that come into play when mm-hmm. this girl is no longer perfect um is shitty and 
And now I will say, I'm going to tell you something that you're not going to like. Um, unfortunately, Shikari has some problems with little Nas X. Uh, she said, if you follow little Nas X, unfollow me. Now, this is the thing. I We can move past this. Like, I'm not getting into this right now. We're not. <laughs> well, you don't have to get into it, but I'm still going oh, to Well, you can finish. continue. Um, but she said that, and people were like, some people were like, oh, I'm not supporting her anymore. And I'm like, we don't, she's queer herself. She has a girlfriend. So I, it could, whether or not uh, it's because, from my perspective, who knows? Could who be, knows? Uh, you know, the fact that she could be really Christian and doesn't want to see the devil in shows. We don't know. She didn't say, you know, he's gay. I don't like him. I mean, she's also gay. She could be a, a, internalized homophobia. No clue. Nobody knows. But the, like, these are small that is not does not mean that she should not be supported. Like I feel like black women, we if we do something that someone doesn't like, it's automatically like, oh, this is the she's the worst. Mm-hmm. Versus giving them grace and and being able to like make up for their mistakes. Right. Um. So listeners, uh, at the very least, we should be able to grant her grace. Yes. So if if even if the fucking Olympic people don't. Um, send her love. Send her love. Sp- send her some kind wishes. You know. And, and again, she's going through a lot. Yeah, yeah. So we're only human, man. All right. You uh, you think we should go to a break now? We shall because I'm thirsty. All right, then we will be back with more of this. You're listening to the Black and Snurdy podcast. 